Hi guys, it's your host Matilda. Hadiza on the track. Imama. Ah! <laughs> Imama's a host now. <laughs> whoop, whoop, whoop. And you live. Bosa, bosa. Oh my gosh. Big <laughs> And you're listening to the African Lipso podcast. Welcome back to today's episode and we've been gone for two weeks. It feels really, really weird. When Wednesday came by and like we didn't have an episode, I felt like anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Well, this is the new normal. (laughs) This is the new normal and we have Imama. (laughs) Imama's joining us as a host and you guys, if you follow our social media, you'd have seen pictures already because we announced it probably on Sunday. And yeah, Imama, how do you feel? I'm excited. I'm so excited too. Yeah. Yeah. But how's your, how have your weeks been? Good, good, good. What'd you do? School. True. Yeah. <laughs> How's that last semester life treating you? Jeez. It's still stressful <laughs> as I don't like school. Fair enough. Yeah. I mean, Two courses though, right? Yeah, but I'm saying like the fact I don't like school makes it stressful. Okay, so no, that makes sense. Looky, looky. Honestly, me, I've just been, I got sick, been recovering. You got sick? Yeah. See, look at friends. I did not notice you were friends. Sick. True friends. <laughs> we shall know you guys literally work together. Like, yeah. I, I literally went home. How like, I was not you? on Wednesday. I wasn't at work. Why did you think I, did you even notice? You know, this girl literally sits like, I noticed five steps I love away you. from me. <laughs> you didn't even message me. I wasn't, I, I came to work and I left at 12. Because you never told me. How was I meant to know? Hey, mama, why aren't you at work? What happened? Oh, that's true. Uh-huh. But you work from home some days. I, I mama, why aren't you at work? Okay, what <laughs> Next time. Anyways, anyways, yeah, so I was sick on Wednesday. I went home like half day from work and I was like recovering. Yeah. So now, just like, I think the flu kind of got me hard. Damn. Yeah, because it wasn't just like a cold. It was like me being weak. Like I had a fever and yeah, all that. Yeah, it was probably the flu. Do you ever get flu stuff. shots? No. I, I've literally <laughs> only got it once, like oh, you've six years it. ago. Okay. Yeah. I, I have yeah, a I great distrust for the Canadian, the Western governments and like. And their flu shots. Yeah. Like, I don't know. People, I know it's ignorant. It's ignorant. I, and I know it's ignorant. <laughs> like, it's kind of like all these people, like with vaccinations, when they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm not going to vaccinate my children because I don't know what they put in, in it and everything. Mm-hmm. I guess the flu has never gotten me. Maybe. So, like, yeah, I'm that's just why. like. But no, the flu shot, I've definitely gotten it once. I haven't gotten it after so that. So, why don't you get it every year? Like, how I don't know. I just. I feel like with me, it's like, I don't have a distrust with the Canadian government or anything. I like okay. their flu, whatever. I just don't really like putting drugs in my body. Okay, generally. Yeah, like generally. Like like, and it's funny because I like medicine. Like mm-hmm. I like that field. I would encourage whoever is sick to get drugs. <laughs> but personally, I just don't like putting drugs in my body. So except I need it, I don't Yeah, I feel like if it's it. necessary, then yeah. If not, if it's just flu. I mean, I see flu as just flu, to be honest. Like yeah. it could be serious. You know people die of the flu. You know? Yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like it could be serious like just like malaria right yeah like, but then people some people really see malaria as just malaria in nigeria it's, malaria is just malaria but some people die of some malaria as well malaria. like True. every but time they don't have access to the right medicine and stuff right mm-hmm. yeah, yeah right? but yeah. it's yeah it's i guess it also kind of depends on your immune system right because like every t- like when i went home like to nigeria two years ago and i hadn't been back in a while and i came back i had malaria bro i was in bed for like a week like it was actually bad sure. but when i was in nigeria i had malaria i was like eh. I'll be alright. <laughs> we'll go. Because your body was not used yeah, to it. Yeah, body was not again. used to it anymore. Yo, so going yeah. to Nigeria, the amount of mosquitoes that bit me. It's actually wild. It was I like, I'll blood. be in the same room with my da- my parents and I come out of that room with like 10 mosquito bites in one and night. And they don't. And they're like, it's they're all like, good. What's this? Mm-hmm. Mm, fresh, this fresh, fresh blood. <laughs> blood from the overseas. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> yeah, you went to Houston, no? Mama? Oh yeah, true. How do you leave that out? <laughs> I told I don't know. I didn't forget. I went to wait. You went to Houston this week. The week Uh, before that. Yo, Imama is always traveling. True story. (laughs) True story. I want to be like you. You know what? Actually, no. I might as well just plug myself out there. If you want to sponsor my trip. Loki. You know, I can, I don't know, advertise your stuff. We can do Africa Lipso from the overseas. Overseas. <laughs> we can, so yeah. We want to go to Europe. We want to go to we, Asia. We want to go global. We global now. Loki, look, everywhere. All continents. Our, our all listeners countries. would be like, are we trying to scam them? <laughs> no, not really. 
really like we got you like if you want to see you know the african lipso experience you know mm. you want to see like, like how it that. looks the like, african lipso experience we should do that we yeah. should go on a trip let's plan a trip like okay. next year or something wow i feel like mm. this just kind of took a whole no, no, no. There's, this, there's this podcast conference kind of thing in kenya like Ooh. i really want to go for it i sent the link to you know you did yeah but like they still it's in march but they haven't announced anything like mm. I, I want to go but they're being slow anyways okay. anyways how but was yeah that? so i went to houston that was really fun um it was kind of relaxing and like also just like fun oh my god i got to eat a lot like their food I over there you. is pretty good like honestly we're actually suffering in canada like really? i don't think we're suffering i, I think it's that we're healthier. wait is it that you were oh. eating like from the same kind of restaurants but it tasted different no, or like you were eating restaurants they have so, so like they have restaurants we also have so many restaurants in ottawa like literally every every two buildings is Hadiza, a restaurant we don't. no like no like that it's like even the fast food industry there is like there's so much variety like oh, here variety, it's like okay. the variety is like so different like so like so small i would be like fat if oh, i, if I, I would I definitely be fat it. like texas roadhouse buns mm. oh, man buns like buns like bread interesting just, Liter- bread, just bread crazy it's so good and i shot a gun so yes. like basically i'm a gangster i want trump is that what i'm trying to say <laughs> oh you shot a gun Texas. like in the uh, shooting like what yeah, was no gun range. Range. yeah, yeah gun range. no gun range it was it was so cool i actually shot like two different glocks <laughs> okay <laughs> so i essentially am a gangster now. did it make yeah. you feel powerful holding a gun I don't know. In a psychotic way. <laughs> <laughs> it made me feel excited. Excited. Yeah. Hmm, this is interesting. I'm the beginning of the serial killer. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I don't have that gene in me. Okay, that's <laughs> more of a road mountain. Oh. Ro- yeah, what a road mountain, isn't that's it? That's right. <laughs> but Still. yeah. So. Still. Still. <laughs> so yeah, Sorry, we've fun. been watching so much Top Boy. So yeah. like, this is the Bro. result of. So you might hear me say like, Wagwan and in it throughout oh, this. Stress, so stress, it is what it stress, is, isn't stress, it? Stress. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my week's been good. Thanks for asking. Bitches. I was about to ask. <laughs> no worry, even if we didn't ask, Matilda would have still of said. Of course, you know, <laughs> no, like, I must include myself. Um, yeah, like this week has been okay. Like not really okay, actually. I've been feeling quite down, but like I'm going to New York next week. Oh, Ooh. is it next week? Really? It's already next week. It feels weird. Like, oh, wow, that's interesting. Because oh, I've been planning it for like a, over a month and stuff now. And, like, you're staying for the whole week, right? Thereabouts, thereabouts, mm-hmm. and then I'll be in Toronto. So like you guys should send me like if you guys know like the places I thought to be. You guys be. send me money. I was like, wait, <laughs> my cash app. That's also part of it. Yeah. I mean, if you want, I, I mean, like, up, you can. But like, if you live in New York or like you know any places like I can visit or anything, because I want to just go sightsee and everything. And it's a solo trip. I've never done that before. Oh, that's exciting. Anyways, I'll be posting pictures. Follow me on my Instagram. Hey, like, you know, you're gonna be seeing snaps. Yeah. So I just felt like leaving the city. Like mm-hmm. I'm really tired. Okay. of in one place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so like let's hop right on to our topic. We've been going on for like 10 minutes now. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We talk a lot. I love it. That's okay. Uh, uh, uh. Um our topic is I mean as the as you can see from the um the topic the what what they call it um, title the title <laughs> the title <laughs> as you can see from the title of the podcast we're talking about the documentary the bbc documentary sex for grades and it was done with kiki mordi and it was basically just exposing the um way that lecturers mr lecturer i come get no. down with me yo Yo. I mean, as was exposed essentially yeah basically <laughs> like you know so like it was exposing lecturers basically exchanging like sexual favors or actual sex for grades and everything in west africa specifically mm-hmm. but i'm pretty sure it happens everywhere to be honest mm-hmm. but the frequency at which it happens in like west africa is it's, it's unprecedented for. yeah so yeah we all watch the documentary if you mm-hmm. haven't please go watch it because it's so- i was crying I was dang crying. really oh you didn't I didn't cry. Oh, you I was just cry. disturbed. Yeah, I was okay. very disturbed. Oh, perturbed. Oh, I cried. Okay. Yeah. But what were your thoughts then? Um, first of all, like props to Kiki and friends and like the people that kind of <laughs> Kiki and, <laughs> and friends. <laughs> Honestly, just because like remember other people's 
Kiki and friends, props to them. Yeah. And I feel like that kind of took a lot of um, courage. Courage, yeah. Mm-hmm. And like, even the fact that they were able to kind of just come up with it and like execute it over that long period of time without getting caught. Because I can't imagine what would have happened to even the girl in the video. Because she was locked in, right? Yeah, yes. the door was locked. Like, when the door got locked, I got kind of scared, scared for, her. for her. Like, imagine what had happened to her, but like, they were still able to kind of push through. So honestly, props to them still. <laughs> and I feel like, yeah, it was just, it was really, it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was eye opening because I feel like I kind of already knew. Yeah, it was just, it was just more. I don't know. It was more disturbing to see, to kind of, because like, it's like you, you hear of these stories, you know that these things are happening, but you've never really seen it in action, if that makes sense. Like you've seen like movies and like videos of it happening, but you've never actually seen it in real life in action, like an investigative journey or whatever it is. So I feel like it was kind of just like disturbing to actually see. To see. Yeah. And especially because the people involved were like meant to be a man of God. Oh so my God. It's just, and, I that watched. Thing was disturbing. Like, even very the, remember that scene where he was like praying with her and then he was like, that Welcome was, to the kingdom exactly. of God. That was the most, I was just like, I don't. In the scene, he was, um, like, kind of. It looked like he was like gyrating. Yeah, like, he was gyrating. He was having a sexual fantasy while he was. Praying. Oh, that is so disgusting. Yeah. Oh my God. And, okay, you, you tell us how you feel. Yeah, there's there's what, another what, thing what that I watched, th- like, after that. It was like this other video, but we can talk about it after. Okay. Yeah. What, what were your thoughts on this um, specific? I feel one? like Imama pretty much said everything that I was thinking. Like, it was disturbing. Like, yeah, like, I feel like Imama said everything. Like, it was quite, it was very disturbing. I thought it was very disturbing as well. Also, like, what she also said, which was like, it, has been going on for a long time um i just for me what was surprising for me was not even the video but people's comments mm. so for me like look for example i think um don jazzy i'm not going to quote and unquote i should have pulled it up. His ear, yeah but he was kind of like you know he was a lot of people were shifting it in the women's courts like people were saying things that like, is oh, their fault not like it's their fault exactly but using making statements like oh at least now women will know not to go to the lecturers and ask for sex rather than actually rather addressing than what addressing the, the people problem. who are the problem which is the professors you know give even if someone asks you tells you oh i want to have sex with you for a grade you are in the position to say no and you shouldn't because be, you are the person you are with the, the pr- power yeah yeah, yeah exactly professor. so yeah and i feel like it's highly likely unlikely that people go up to the professors to be like yeah i want this but like even if they do like it's not something they should so i just felt like people just weren't blaming the right people people mm-hmm. were blaming like the victims, the like, victims last, last. instead of like the professors who are in the power to actually stop the actual behavior yeah so, yo i don't know if you guys have heard it but there was this clip from this professor professor okuchime emmanuel from uniben mm-hmm. and he was basically saying what exactly you said i'm just mm-hmm. going to play the clip like really fast Sexual harassment is being seen from one angle. Oh. It's not possible that even the lecturers have been harassed by the girls, by the way they dress. Essentially, you see girls who are half-nude come to class who want to obtain what we call STD, sexually transmitted degree. They want to get their degree by sexual intercourse. And when you as a lecturer, you refuse to oblige them, they go and blackmail you. Now you reconcile that a girl come to your office in a very transparent dress with their breasts shooting out, almost seeing what is inside. At the end, you discover that you are forced otherwise to do their bidding. Now, the idea of some VCs going underground to probe or put lecturers in test. Lecturers are human beings. Society is corrupt. Lecturers are not sent. So as it were, let us not get impression that lecturers are essentially lipid or whatever. Let it be known that in many organizations where you have adult male and adult female, there's a natural attraction. Now, the, the truth behind it all is that one, these females sometimes do not pay attention to their studies. That is very basic. Let's get it straight. It is going to be near impossible for a lecturer to go out of his way to fail a student who passed legitimately. So a student who knows her onion cannot be on the wing, cannot be intimidated, cannot be subjected to inhuman treatment if the student can raise up, rise up and say, yes, this is what I wrote. So what are you guys' thoughts on, on what this guy just said? Actually, you didn't say your thoughts on the first video. True. Yeah. Okay, before we talk about basically what this prof because mm-hmm. it, it's kind of like going off of what you said mm-hmm. where you were like people were pointing the wrong mm-hmm. finger mm-hmm. i i definitely got that the reactions but from the actual video i i i like really c- kind of cried towards the 
end when um the girl was talking about first of all when kiki was like she didn't graduate because of that like she was frustrated on all sides and then she had to just drop out of uni and then when the girl talked about the fact that like she felt powerless like i guess the girl that said she had attempted suicide multiple times i i felt very frustrated for her because i was just like these people are literally demigods in like the positions that they're in and like like i hate the feeling of feeling like insignificant like your life and things that make i don't know you're trying to go through school right like you're just trying to do your own thing and someone someone is exerting their power and then you feel powerless feeling insignificant when the guy was like i'll I'll, basically assault you and then i'll pass you to the next prof and then he will assault you and then pass you on again almost like you mean actually nothing like that degrades on your self-esteem even though that girl has like passed through school it still has like actual implications on Mm -hmm. her life and everything and i was just like i i looked at it in the grand scheme of things and i was like this is happening to so many girls like so many girls and i never experienced it like we went to school here in canada which is kind of like different like there's so much more rules but we'll talk about that so i i felt like i never experienced this but like hearing about it makes me feel empathetic for them in that like they must feel so powerless Mm -hmm. like and i hate powerlessness like i hate it so much so yeah that i just i was enraged like it's something that we've always known but i I think i didn't know the degree to which it happened Mm -hmm. yeah actually same yeah but i relate with what you are saying with like basically that prof when he was saying okay like yeah it is girls that are basically harassing them he he was like wait is it not possible that the lecturers are being harassed by the girls you see girls who want to get stds sexually transmitted de- degrees like you know and people are allowing people say these things like i mean the problem is i mean i guess it's a free world you can say what you want to say i think the problem is um the fact that there are a lot of people who believe it right because even if he's not speaking out even if he didn't say what he said like online speaks for itself like you have a lot of people in fact some people are even now making it a problem of like why are we exposing west african pitfalls this happens all over the world but yet we're doing it in this manner bbc is coming to west africa to do this why don't they do it for their own country so it now became like people shifted the conversation completely from the problem and i found a lot of people did that online i feel like that was something that kind of scared me the most about the whole thing like that were even in denial that were in denial we're not like even though the documentary was made i i'm afraid that not much will change change. Mm -hmm. yeah that's another thing we're definitely going to delve in Mm -hmm. into like here so like yeah there was a lot of reactions and stuff and like some of them were very disturbing but Mm -hmm. some of them i think what it sparked was basically conversations people seeing that it's really really rampant like it's probably happened to the next person that like you know like in in nigerian university mm-hmm. yeah. and it's actually funny just going off what you said about like feeling powerless i can i saw a tweet about somebody being like they showed their mom like the mom saw the video yes. and then their mom was like oh at least you guys have smartphones now to record it and like that just kind of shows how far back it dates. it has, it has gone. gone yeah and like it's just like it's just so crazy how powerless the women there must have felt because like they didn't even have any way to prove it and mm-hmm. like now us at least like at least yeah have. can you imagine like, that's crazy going through a system that is broken and then like it's been going on for generations yeah, like and your mom your is mom. like yeah me too yeah, like, like right bro, that's crazy that's crazy so uh, yeah that kind of brings me to the next like question i had because it's something that we've been new as we said at the beginning we've known that this is it. like it's been in music our our culture like mr letra is a song that we dance to like when yep. we're kids and movies glory, even portrayed movies yo remember that um that thing where it's like you can't pass through this university without kissing my cock <laughs> <laughs> if you think you can graduate from this school without kissing my cock you are dead wrong I love this clip and it makes no sense. It looks like you really do. <laughs> <laughs> I keep hearing you are dead wrong. Yeah, that's what he oh, said. That's what he said. Okay. You are dead wrong. You are dead wrong. Okay, okay, finally. With the, the actual. Kissing my cock. 
<laughs> you guys should go yeah. look for the actual it's video. Crazy, it's so still. funny. So it's like yeah. it's a thing that we've known. Why has it never been addressed like on this kind of mass scale? Because like here and there, like even two years ago, or was it a year ago where someone actually went to jail for it? Mm-hmm. Like I, I can't remember what professor it was and what university, but it did happen. But not on a mass scale because a mass problem. What do I, you think? I feel like it's the proof then. Because it's like, I mean, it's like, it's not just proof. It's like proof and it's also like they kind of have like this whole entire system back of them. Because mm-hmm. it's like, first of all, Nigerian men hate, hate women. That's number one. <laughs> so it's like, <laughs> if, if the is going to come and be like, oh, yes, yeah, this, like this lecturer did this to me, we already saw like the way the people were already reacting to it, kind of shifting the blame and all mm-hmm. of that. They're not going to believe them, one. So we're like, okay, let's go and get proof. So now that at least like it's on video, like it's not just like audio proof because audio proof would be like, ah, it could be anybody. Yeah. So they had to get like it's a proof thing. So like, how do you get video proof? You can't go into the lecturer's office with camera up. Mm-hmm. He's not gonna say anything, right? So I feel like it's the fact that like you know there has been no video proof and like you know they kind of have a whole system back in them because it's like even if let's say one single person decides to do one investigative journalism on this and like came with their video proof, it's like that one person's power can just be basically outpowered by the whole entire like system by the that's system. encouraging this but thing think of bbc like bbc as a whole as the whole like you know as the big news media that it is like you cannot come and outpower bbc like you know force them to take the video down and all of that mm-hmm. because it is bbc so mm-hmm. it's just having the right powers and the right people by your back to kind of like prove this and i feel like that's like that's what we've been missing i guess to prove and like the people actually the right powers behind you to prove it because you need power like at the end of the day right like to change these things um yeah like basically mama like need to hit the nail on the head that's That's right (laughs) 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 when did jen is trying to come on So yeah, she did that. So like, um, yeah, basically, but also to some extent, I feel like up until now, it's kind of been, I mean, some people are more aware than others, but it's kind of been uh, to me like urban myth in a Mm. way, because it's like the same way, like with all other things that women go through in Nigeria, sexual abuse, all of that, people don't talk about it. Right. And you can be talking to someone who has gone through the exact same thing, but they don't tell you I went through that as well. Do you get that kind of thing? So like, it's like people just don't talk about it and because people don't talk about it it doesn't exist yeah so it's Mm. like now this is this has started a conversation and what we need is more and more video voices more and more video proofs of it happening rampantly people's mothers sisters you know people just coming out like Like just talking about it like people you would least expect you know people in positions of power like Mm. women in position of power coming out to say this happened to me so like it kind of like a me too movement but like for nigeria for this specific yeah because it needs to be very specific yeah like what is yeah so so it's like People just need to speak more and people just need to have the courage to speak more. And then when you see another person speaking about the experience, also feel like you should have the confidence to speak more, like feel like because you're helping, you're helping make the system better by speaking out what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Before we recorded this episode, I kind of reached out to like my friends in Nigeria because obviously we kind of went to university in a system that somewhat works so like it's really hard because i i really was racking my brain watching that thing and being like so okay our mother's generations went through this and like it's a thing that happens to like much more than one person like you know so i'm like there's power in numbers we know that check like you know i was checking it in my mind i was like "Mm, they know it happens check Mm -hmm. um it happens to more than one person check Check. affects like people so why has a movement even though it hasn't been like social media why has it never existed people like actually coming out and Mm -hmm. being like no we need to stop this like Mm -hmm. don't girls talk like you know Mm -hmm. and this professor that professor and then like you know yeah so i just reached out to like some people i knew that went to unilag and then babcock and I, i just wanted to get their opinions on like why they think people haven't come out like this in the past Mm-hmm. And like, I just want to read this girl that I know that goes to Unilag. She was like, we've had many public cases, but they usually get really drawn out for like a long time. They drag the cases oh, and then, and then they spin the story to blame the victim. 
at the end of the day and then they will settle like outside the case and mm. then it will just fizzle out basically there's only one case where the prof really got sentenced and he got a flimsy two years is what she says so we're in a society where the only thing that can save you in such cases is your connections and nigeria is largely patriarchal we're talking about students getting harassed and assaulted and their organizations making campaign videos to portray the victim as the perpetrator so like basically what is happening right no, now yeah. people always spinning it against the girls but yes. it's like when you see those kind of things like say someone you know has reported before and nothing happened about it you're like okay so me i'll now go and report and yeah. then nothing will happen and mm. maybe you even face negative consequences mm-hmm. yeah. for even reporting maybe they'll you you feel you have to drop out and mm. wh- whatever so mm. it's seeing what has happened in the past and being like it's not it's just not worth it like even trying i guess mm. that's why people just never saw the yeah. need yeah that makes sense i feel like in nigeria like people i feel like people have different methods of coping mm-hmm. in nigeria so it's like you know you can have a woman like an elderly person like even your mother for example going through something like that and they'll be telling you things like mm, better be you know weird this and that so that something like this doesn't happen to you do you get like it's kind of like people have accepted that whatever it's, is happening going yeah. to happen. is their fault yeah and i feel like that's as scary. well to some yeah. extent because people have definitely accepted as the norm yeah, yeah norm. i think is that yeah. we've accepted it as, as the, the norm, norm and as then a... we're coming up with ways to cope with the what cope is with the, what's norm. the norm yeah. Yeah. rather than being like this is not normal yeah, yeah. Like, you that, know? like that i feel like that really is the root of it yeah. Yeah. yeah my my friend at babcock was shout out to amotunde actually like i went to <laughs> secondary school with her she really really helped in my like coming to an understanding of what is going on really mm-hmm. and she was basically telling me that in babcock they they basically came out with a law where it's like if you go to a nigerian professor basically and you're wearing something i guess not go to a nigerian professor i think it's in general like how you dress in this school really matters like if you wear anything that shows your curves or whatever that anything that happens to you basically they can use that against you because it's like you were indecently dressed to begin with that's basically encouraging the professors to do whatever they're doing because first of all you're focusing on what the female students are wearing rather than you should be able to control yourself like do you get what i mean so she was like all these rules that nigerian universities have first of all are encouraging a culture where these kind of things can happen yeah yeah because it's not about what they're wearing like you you are you're in the position of power like if and wait oh sorry this is another thing that we can delve into much more later but like i feel like being attracted to a student as a professor is not an anomaly no it's not. like it's what you do about it like exactly like i i can see a girl that's like in quotes indecently dressed according to you guys or like you know she has curves i mean appreciate it and whatever but move on because you are a professor you're in a position of power and to me what i believe is that the only difference between nigeria and like west africa where these things are really rampant and here is the systems that enable it like i don't think the people are innately like different the professors i think it's the systems that are encouraging them so you're in you're already like this and you go into they're pervert teachers everywhere, everywhere like everywhere. literally. Yeah. But they know that there's bigger consequences yeah. if they act on what their um instincts are telling them. Mm. So I think that's basically the difference to and me. I, did I just touch on that? I feel like it's interesting because like you talking about how the system in Nigeria like perpetrates that. It's kind of similar to uh, the Catholic churches in like some part of the Western world and how like, you know, you always hear of all this news about how, um what do you call it? The how, altar like, boys. Yeah, like the altar boys and stuff like that and how like this system well, not necessarily here but like in some parts of the western world kind of protects them mm-hmm. it's kind of the same way how like you know it is also rampant back home how the system protects the professors that do that and like i just it just kind of came to mind like when we we're talking about how the system here is kind of different well in the educational system anyways that it yeah. doesn't so much so promote sexual assault, sexual assault. They're doing. Yeah. yeah yeah and it, it's the rules and then she was also saying i was like why don't they report she was like because the professors that you are reporting to are the people higher up and like that's their guy that's their guy do you know what i mean like so it's like the professors that do it are usually the professors that have power like Mm -hmm. the deans the because that guy what's his name no i'm going to name him because we need to name him what's the name and shame name and shame i'm going to find his name i'm sorry because it's mad 
Yeah, so the professor's name is Dr. Boniface Igbenne. Oh, Boniface, yeah. Yeah, the Boniface guy. He he's a, he was a sub-dean. Like, he's really, like, high up there. Do you mm. get what I mean? So it's like, who do you really want to talk to about it if, like, the people you are reporting to are the people that are perpetrating Actually, the problem? Yeah. So, like, it doesn't make any sense in Nigeria. Yeah, there's just so many problems that I feel like are causing, are enabling it. And then, like, when I was reading the thing, um, watching the documentary, they were saying that it was only in 2019 that Unilag had a sexual harassment policy. 20, That's crazy. What? 19, August. That's hella crazy. Oh, interesting. I guess, like, there had been some pushback or whatever. So, like... Pushback? Like, it, I guess, like, debates and, like, stuff like that on, like, getting one and they finally got one out in August 2019. Oh. When did Unilag open? Bro! Oh, Unilag is an old as fuck school. Like, you know, <laughs> like, like bro. I just don't understand. Maybe the school felt like it wasn't their concern. 1962. Since 1962. 1962, no sexual or harassment policy. That's crazy. Then they do us, why you? <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like, I don't even understand. Like, Nigeria is very weird. Very and I time. feel like after all this happened, Babcock and Unilag, they're the schools that I know of that now I'm like, publicize their sexual harassment um thing after the whole thing happened i think they're only doing it to save face i don't really think these schools really really care that of course this is they happening don't. no i mean i didn't think we thought did we think they I, cared? Thought, I mean like wh- why are you posting a sexual um like assault because like, there's a, a there's a video out that is basically tarnishing their image of course they're posting a tarnishing their image like of course they're gonna post this thing most of them probably think like that lecturer that just spoke out because for the fact that he's able to speak out so confidently he probably has a whole board back in his exactly insane. so it's like it's really just saving face i'm like, sure i'm sure if you have views that otherwise you're considered alternative yeah that's crazy so, like, yeah, if they're posting policies and whatnot, like, really, just know. I know people are like, this is a step forward and all of that. I don't really think it is. I think it is. <laughs> I, I I think it is. Only, like, I mean, like, obviously, like, the system is not going to change in one day. But, like, so I what's, feel like... what's the point of, a po- like, a policy, like, that you're not going to do anything because about? I, because it's, like, so it is something there. It's like, let's say, for instance, if you if you are somebody that possibly has connection, you can take them to court and there is that policy. That it's like, even though, like, you know, yes, they're not something going to, to hold them against. Yeah, something to hold, like, something to literally be like, okay, this is here and we're going to shove in your face because whether or not you guys said you were going to stand by it, it is what you had said. Mm-hmm. So, like, it is, like, in a sense, it is a step forward. And, like, I mean, even though the policies may not be fully enforced, it's still, it's like the same way how, for instance, we know they say no bribing in Nigeria and stuff, whatever. Like, it's like you can't bribe, but obviously people still bribe. It's the same way you squeeze the money and you hand it to them in their closed hand as opposed to just giving them in, like, open hands and stuff. Because it's like, if, like, if you are cut, <laughs> even though, like, you know, you can't really, but, like, if they do catch you, it's like, okay, at least like you know like you you it was kind of hidden but like if they catch you out in the open then they can actually and they actually want to prosecute you there is that policy that says no bribing so i guess it's just kind of something that you can, you hold, can hold against them, against. them. Yeah. okay yeah i mean fair enough but i still think that this is a speck in like the work that needs to be done yeah. like as compared to like what it's a systematic problem it's okay. not just like okay we're going to speak out about it and it's going to change or we're going to publish a policy and it's going to change but that kind of brings me to do you guys think this documentary and this outrage or anything is going to lead to any change not just the document okay the the hope is that the documentary kickstarts a chain reaction that leads to change Mm-hmm. But I think it's highly unlikely that this documentary Just is going the documentary. to change. Yeah, but do you think that it's going to kickstart the a chain reaction? The chain reaction, I guess, is the question. Um, I'm not sure, actually. With things that happen on social media and the it's life generally, it's hard to tell. Yeah, I think I, I see. Yeah, yeah, it's hard to tell. I feel like something else needs to come up this week and something else needs to come up next week mm-hmm. or something within short time periods for people to now So they keep don't forget, yeah. almost. Yeah. So if people don't start speaking now about like what is going on really like within this period of time that it's a hot topic people are going to forget it i i kind of like i feel the same way but i also kind of feel like it might kickstart something still like just because like remember i, like, I told you hopeful? 
not not even hopeful but like you know i told you guys about how like the person called the professor and they were like oh is this the from bbc like so i saw a tweet about how somebody called a prof and the prof was like oh are you from bbc or al jazeera <laughs> like and i feel like you know just like it might not necessarily change the whole entire thing but i feel like it has kind of put like a little bit of fear in them (laughs) that like you know it's possible that this next student i'm seeing might have a camera Mm -hmm. like maybe now they start stripping students down and searching them before allowing to see them maybe it causes that negative change who knows Mm -hmm. or maybe it it, like it causes a change where now they see students they actually think about it yeah like you know they think about it like like you know what let me step back that it could be videoed or like now like you know it's a policy to leave your doors open when you're seeing a female student like yeah things like that like so i feel like it might kickstart something small but what i do want to see is i want to see it taking off social media because one thing i've seen especially in the nigerian community is the people we follow on social media is really sensible but they're small they're the minority they're such a minority Uh, like literally when you go out there like half the people on the streets don't even agree with what you're trying to say they don't even try to listen so it's like like for instance i have not seen any bc about this said to me from my parents yeah. <laughs> you know, like it's like, I, and like, they do send like, a lot of maybe i should send them actually you know what oh you my god that's why like, yeah, yeah. yeah. guys let's create can one you, and actually can you, send them can you download it please download <laughs> no, it actually, me. i download the video i just want to see what they'll say i'm pretty sure they'll be like this is an inappropriate topic for the family they might say but like i'll actually send it this is probably something i will actually send it because it's like i feel like the fact that there is no bc kind of flying around as funny as it is Imama judges scary. have changed based on WhatsApp BC. <laughs> no, no, no. But like, WhatsApp BCs actually have power in Nigeria. They have, they have so much power. Like, Shout out to the Nigerian aunties. No, they have so much power because, like, that's kind of WhatsApp BCs is basically almost how the streets think. Public service announcement. I saw where it really is. Like, that's actually a PSA because, like, the whole when the whole pants thing was going around about how they used to steal girls' pants, we had a WhatsApp or like the sheets plastic. Oh, we had that. Oh, Rice is plastic, like literally, mm, and like you literally cabbage, go out, plastic. You literally go out <laughs> on the streets, and like that's what people are talking about. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, I think there needs to be a WhatsApp BC about it. In fact, that there isn't any now, just so that people are not as concerned. Okay. That's such a good angle. Interesting. Yeah. I never that. Yeah. Don't, that, yeah. don't, I don't think to, I'm like that. So you have to, you have to think. Yeah, like that's the right. In the street, <laughs> like the street, <laughs> like the street. That's you right. have to put yourself in there. <laughs> yeah, street wise and that. I, I think, <laughs> I think the, the very first thing that needs to happen is consequences and i think that's really mm-hmm. what is happening like my friend was telling me basically that like a lot of times these things will come there's like my this happens like here and there like where a professor actually gets exposed the university will suspend the professor um for a, a short while and then they'll come back and then no consequences so if i see that i'm like mm, what's the big deal what like next? if i'm a prof i'm like what else okay i'll be suspended i'll come back so it's like i don't get it like um yeah i like even right now the professors that were blatantly um in the video there's video proof Mm -hmm. they they were still just suspended there hasn't been like any conclusive action and like this is something with video evidence Mm -hmm. what more can you possibly have than video evidence so i I feel like it's really the consequences that are lacking like the dire consequences and i think if we can even start from there at least consequences the thing about it is the people in positions of power are watching that video and probably feeling like "Uh -uh, that girl came on to him now what else is he supposed to Mm. do do you get so the people if the people in the positions of power are not feeling like this is an issue that is disturbing then there might not be any push or real need for serious consequences or changes because i'm sure it's i'm sure it's just us that thinks that this is disturbing I'm sure most of the other lecturers watching university were just like, oh yeah, like, so I mean, she probably came looking like this. They'll probably go and talk to him because they know him personally now. They'll be like, ah, we saw you on BBC. What's going on? He's like, ah, the girl came until yeah, she was wearing this, she was wearing that. It wasn't my fault. This body no be firewood. Yeah. You know, it was a setup. Yeah. That's true. It was a setup. I can totally see them saying that. Saying it's a setup. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, it kind of just ultimately goes back to Nigeria as a system because it's like, yes, let's say, okay, let's even say, like, you know, the school doesn't do anything and you want to now take them personally to court. Or like, let's say BBC wants to take them to court. Which courts are they taking them to? Is it the Nigerian one? Because it's like, <laughs> like the Nigerian system, like, 
like what exactly is in place it's not even working yeah it's like it's not even working so it's like if i want to take them to court like what exactly is in place for them to actually get sent to jail Mm -hmm. like what exactly do i have to do i may have to bribe somebody else i may have to like become corrupt to solve this one corruption so it's like it's really like the system in itself is like inherently broken yo have you guys ever had any teachers very random have you guys ever had any teachers that displayed like very questionable here no, or not here in Nigeria. When we're in secondary, we're in secondary school, school too. Bad teachers. Yo, what just came Be- to my mind? But yeah, I'm yeah. I, I knew what you were about to say because I and your mama went to the same secondary school. Mm-hmm. There was this teacher, a fucking perverted. Like, mm. like, yeah. Actually, but I heard they there were not a lot of them, but like some were, were more blatant. Some were, yeah. I heard like people them. actually did used to ask people for sexual favors in your in school, my, our school, like in the that. higher Dang. setup. Like I heard this guy that was in our sets was basically telling me about his sister's set because like like the set like above us, two years above. Okay, us. Okay, yeah, I'm not surprised though. Yeah, I'm not surprised was, about like the set above us, but I feel like from the set from our set, like from, our, like, from, from the, the sets immediately head. above us down that changed. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't think yeah. But talking about the law mm. though, so oh yeah, no. you were going somewhere with that actually. No, I was just gonna say, yeah, like, I feel like oh, it's yeah, even it happens in high school, secondary school. Secondary school. And that yeah. is just more disgusting because these kids are they're like minors. under 16. Yeah, and, and they're minors for sure. For like, for like, with, with universities, <laughs> like, she a minor, is she you not? Know. But no, we were minors. Like, but talking about the law though, like, um, if anything kind of is changing right now, there is a, the deputy president of the Senate, Ovier Omwagege. He sponsored like a sexual um, harassment bill after this thing happened. And un- under the law, the law is basically proposing that um, the teaching staff could face up to 14, 14 years, important not to 14 years in jail, which is still not enough because maybe life imprisonment might be. Hard. But mm, it's a start. It's a start. 14 years in jail for having sexual relationships with their student. Mm. Now, um, I'm going to wait just for a teaching assistant. What of the prof? No, teaching staff. Oh, staff, okay. like okay. any assistant. teaching staff. Mm. No, I was yeah. like, I don't grab <laughs> teaching assistant. Like just the TA. Just the TAs. <laughs> not not the profs. Not the profs. Just the TAs. Fair enough. No. <laughs> But um, I'm I'm about to school you guys a bit because I had to do a little bit of research on what okay, exactly well, yeah. like a bill was because I we always hear oh a bill was passed and we're like yay but let Not me really. let me school you guys this same bill by this same senator was passed in 2016 but I'm going to explain how a bill works and then we can go and see how this can possibly fail. <laughs> So in wow, Nigeria, negativity. basically, it's not negativity, it's factual. Yeah. Like, you know, in Nigeria, the National Assembly is responsible for making laws. Before an item of legislation becomes law, it exists as a bill mm-hmm. that is basically proposed by the National Assembly. Mm-hmm. So a bill is, is a proposal of a new law. Proposal. Mm. Proposal. No. Proposal. <laughs> And then the process is that basically it requires a lot of deliberation and consideration. And then the upper house and lower house of the, the National Assembly has to approve it. So what happened in 2016 was I think the Senate agreed with the um, bill, but the lower house, um, I think the House of Representatives did not agree with it. So the bill died. Well, what was their disapproval? Or their disapproval? Yeah, because they know that it does not agree with their soul. <laughs> so and let's be very honest. Our National Assembly is largely male male run remember how i said Nigeria all the problems they're just you know circulating together just playing together like it's just a full circle so like if both houses approve the bill the original papers of the bill are then sent to a clerk of the house where the bill originated from because remember there's two like houses of the national assembly Mm -hmm. and then the clerk puts them together and then basically sends it to the president for his signature Boo boo. <laughs> that gets him right today. Basically, yes. Shout out to Boo Boo and his new Boo-boo wife. And his new wife. Okay. Um, he, so what's in our presidential money to to get married? To get married, yeah, right? right? Because that man, he I don't know if he's married. Fat still, he should be facing his health. But okay. Um. So once the then it becomes a bill, but then again, like the house, if after thirty days the president has not signed or made any action, the house can bypass basically the president. And if they are both in agreement, they can um the lower and the upper house they they can pass the bill. So um I mean Ovier, amazing Senator Ovier, because I have to put some respect on his name. Shout out to you because you have the idea. Yeah. But now we just need a system that actually agree, agrees with that bill and like for it to actually pass a law. And I think it's crazy that this law is actually 
not existing already, which is already a problem. But we're not complaining. We just want change, right? Yeah. Right. Right. right? Okay. So yeah, that's I, mean, well, I, I come up to task still. Yeah, you can do different <laughs> things, you know. But I can complain. Actually, I want change. Yeah, you really, really, really need like first of all the systematic things. But another thing I did like to basically understand, you know, what's the difference between the West and Nigeria? Like West, as in the yeah, <laughs> Obodoibu. West or Westeros. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I, I basically asked my friend, shout out to Lily. So <laughs> Lily is um, smart and she's the uh, president of Carlton University right now. Carlton University? Yeah. Association? See, that's right. That's right. <laughs> she's literally the, um, she's Nigerian as well, mm-hmm. which is a shout out to her. I think she's the first female president of the student association for a while. Like I haven't ever... Ever since we got... Ever in. since I had been in university, yeah. I, I know of. I don't know what happened before that, mm-hmm. but, like, yeah, shout out to her. So I was really wondering, like, what exactly is the difference between, like, if I report a sexual assault in Nigeria versus if I report a sexual assault at Carlton University, for instance, here. And she was basically just running me through um, the... Process. Um, the process. One thing I noticed that um, my friend, Motsune, uh, I call her Motsune, Motsune brought up was the fact that the student voices mean absolutely nothing in mm-hmm. Nigeria. Oh, sorry, not absolutely nothing, but like li- next to nothing, basically. Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I know recently in um, Unilag, there was like a strike and like it was raised by, I think, the student union or whatever. And after the strike, the school board forced the students to sign a thing saying that they would never go on any strike or they will be expelled. So they can't really bring up any issues anymore. Like they can't really have a say in any proper decision making. And that's a problem because you're not listening to the students. Like I think a really big part of this sexual assault thing is the fact that the board, like the people that are running the school don't have the best interest of the students like at all. And I think like if they can involve the students more, which is large to a very large extent, like the student association at Carlton, Lily was telling me they, they generate money. Like they have their power. They, they, they have control over some things that happen in the university. And Martin was saying that basically all their student association and unions do is like plan social events. So like, it's like, why are they there exactly? Mm -hmm. Like, what are they changing? And I think that's another thing that really, really needs to change. Mm the students need to be more involved in like all the laws that are being passed because they are the ones that are going to be affected by the issues. I don't know how we're going to go about doing that. That's a thing that I, it's like pending action, pending <laughs> solution. Pending dev. Like, you know, <laughs> yo, okay, that's a work thing. But, but like, yeah, I don't know. Do you guys have any ideas like how it can possibly, I, just, I think we need to make a list of all the things we stand and start ticking. <laughs> Because this list is getting long. Yes, it's getting long. There's actually yeah. so much that needs to be changed for yeah. the system to change. That's why, like, I think people can talk about it and it's really good to name the abusers and everything. Your University of Benin kept coming up in like all the tweets. People are like, why are people not bringing University of Benin up? Or mm-hmm. Why did they not? My mom. She went I'm there. like, shit, what happened in University of Benin, bro? Uniben. <laughs> yeah, Uniben. Like, what happens there? Like, Anyways, like going through what um Lily was basically saying, like what the processes of reporting like a sexual assault in a Carlton, it's like so as a victim yeah, victim. Mm-hmm. That's right. <laughs> you have two <laughs> you have two options. Mm-hmm. You can file a formal complaint or an informal complaint. Because mm-hmm. like with being sexually assaulted, as we mentioned, like you process things differently from like different people so some people do want to take legal action they want to like move forward so that's a formal complaint but if you just need actual support counseling and stuff like that you don't want to like pursue the the whole thing you have like resources and there's like a you there's so it's like there's an actual um there's an office dedicated to dealing with those things like the um department of like i guess equity or something at the school so that's another thing i noticed is the difference between 
Nigerian universities and here. Like in Nigerian universities, you would be reporting to profs who have a stake in whatever you are saying. So it's like, how can you report to the perpetrators of the problem? But in universities here, there's literally a third party department that's like separate from professors, like teaching staff. So they have no investment, no like liability in like whatever you're reporting. So there needs to be like an office where I can go to and know that you have no conflict of interest in. Sorry, no, go ahead. Well, I feel like, yes, but then I feel like Nigerian universities can barely even provide adequate education. Like <laughs> to for, start like, with, to start with, so like Screaming. having all those like other services, like just to, trying to make but sure. But they like, have services. They though. have services, but like having all those extra, like okay, third party checking us. Why do you get that kind of thing? Like they can't even. Like I feel like. But I'm saying like it's mm-hmm. something that we need to push for because yeah, push for because yeah. there are all these NGOs. There's like consent workshop and stuff, mm-hmm. and we keep pushing for things, right? Mm-hmm. Trying to pressure universities to do things, mm-hmm. and we know that universities in Nigeria are not going to do anything until they are pressured now i feel like a lot of people right now are pushing for policies but i don't think that those policies are going to be effective in solving the problem so what i'm trying to like what i was trying to understand are like things that can like okay what here's a working system Mm -hmm. here's the things that have been proven to actually make the change Mm -hmm. so i'm just kind of like talking about things that we can lobby like the no, university to do that like, makes so much changing sense. our strategy in yeah. terms of yeah, yeah. That, that makes sense i feel like that's actually a good easy start like mm-hmm. it's not i don't think it's that hard to implement like i feel like that's a good i mean it involves start. resources but i'm saying but, like but it's not there's so even, many ngos in nigeria that yeah, it's like that can push okay you're not going it. to be losing anything as a university you have to mm-hmm. present it to it in, in a place where they're not losing anything mm-hmm. yeah you know yeah, like because yeah, it makes sense it makes like even like even let's say like if they even start from like a person or like resource there to just do informal complaints, like even just like let's say counseling or whatever it is, just that support that is there. I feel like that that like that's definitely a start mm. that they can yeah, even, like yeah. before like before they get to the okay, how are we going to prosecute these people? Like that like that's definitely a start actually. A start. Yeah. Um someone was also like we need to set up a system to support like investigative journalism as well because we know Twitter now has like such a big voice and everything and if more um bigger platforms i guess are doing things like this i mean we apart from bbc we have local like journalist houses and i feel like they never push the boundaries like i guess because they are sponsored by all these people that like but like i mean even sahara reporters for instance they're really good like they push boundaries and everything Mm. they don't care so like i mean more local voices more of these things that like expose them Mm -hmm. so they're actually proper living in constant fear of them being exposed because it's like okay it's one documentary they're probably mm. after a while they're going to stop being scared mm. of this happening because yeah. what are the odds that this is going to keep mm. happening just come out with a new documentary like she said every every other day yeah every other day, <laughs> every other day. we have a new list <laughs> have a new, no. or like i mean like even if it's just like just somebody to put the fear of god like it doesn't even have to be anything real like just going there with a camera and i like, <laughs> just go out do you oh guess? my god you know that <laughs> is actually very effective like just like, put the fear I, of god in them i remember one time like um, every time my friend, uh, not my friend, somebody I used to work with was saying, every time there is something serious going on, like a robbery, like a common thief just stealing something, like an argument fight, he literally, all he says he does is he takes out his phone and he's like, I am recording. I am recording you. The aggressor would now try to be like, oh, turn it off. Da, 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 da. But then. So they're he, really scared of. Yeah, that. really it, scared it of. Put the yeah. Fear of God yeah. In them. Like, I feel like even like you don't have to actually let, cause let's say you don't have all the money and resources yeah. to go and do a whole documentary. documentary. Like literally, if like, like just going to the office, like, Honestly, once in a while, like how many girls are in the school? Let's say there are about ten thousand girls and like a thousand girls in the school. Mm-hmm. One girl per month. <laughs> one, like you don't even have to repeat the bills. You get one girl. Sorry, just like, just my camera. Yeah, I'm here from um, Sahara Reporters. <laughs> just for <laughs> sure. <laughs> stuff. Like stuff like that. Right. Like just come in once, mm-hmm. bro. It will put the fear of God in them. To be honest, yeah. Like I just like it may not like that might not be a solution, but like that is definitely something it that helps. I feel like. Curb, it can yeah. help curb it just a little bit yeah. Yeah. yeah and like we need to start being more um survivor centric because like um i guess 
survivor people don't like mm. using the word survivor but like we need to be less victim blaming and i don't know how we're going to curve that because everything in nigeria is women is women's women like people Nigeria is victims victims victims, victims, yeah, victims. Women but it's, even like women are usually oh yeah no no women victims. but i'm it's always like I'm oh what's she wearing yeah like, like in this like in this case like a rape women. and like you know is women but like in nigeria like the nigerian culture like the nigeria doing nigerians think is victim because even with the whole government and people stuff they're yeah, victim blaming and it's like, yeah, victim. yeah it's like it's always just like victim blaming yeah so. people can't understand when if a certain thing hasn't happened to them people can't understand why they think okay so i feel like to some extent it is actually to some extent like human to be like hmm. oh okay this certain thing hasn't happened to me so that means you must have done something to allow together. it to happen to you. Yeah. But then I feel like Nigerians take that take that human like leaning and then take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. So like I feel like Nigerians just need to be more aware that like they should think more about how they p- think about situations. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But basically what your mama was saying. Yeah. So yeah, I guess we we need to support more of these like the constant workshop. I know they they even worked with that documentary, like I guess oh, they I helped them. Know. Yeah, their their name was on the credits and like they worked with like a lot of like all these local things. So like they really are making a change. I think it's slowly but surely. I don't think this thing is just going to up and like change because it's a system as we know that has existed for mm-hmm. so long. Mm-hmm. So yeah, we can only offer our thoughts with these things, but we can go in and actually try to make differences. I mean, we brought so much points up now and like we really hope that like whoever is listening, because it really does start from the individual i know a lot of times we feel powerless we feel like there's nothing we can really do but i think they actually with this i know so many action steps and stuff that you can use to change things like i know lily was saying that she knows like in nigeria the the language everyone speaks is money so for her it's like she wants a point in life where she would like be okay like have some money and then go back to nigeria and like this is one of the things that she's very very passionate about and like she would actually want to um, make a difference but i I also argue that there are already existing ngos in nigeria that that you can support that you can it's it's about your ideas like we all have these ideas but we just have to like they need the manpower to support these things Mm -hmm. to like actually go to these universities if you're in a higher up power you have the power to make change so Mm. contribute your voice don't just stay on twitter because we all do that we and it's really important what's our bcs guys what's our bcs (laughs) start making them actually send them to me i want to send (laughs) there's enough ignorant ones already being circulated there's always the um oh don't sleep next to your phone oh there was this guy sleeping Bro, next to his phone and his, and his brain exploded and his brain exploded always always I my mom is like don't use your phone next to Lord. the gas cooker I'm like mom we use electrical cooker we don't even I was talking to my mom and she was like why why are you using the phone please just finish cooking and call me back I'm like mommy no <laughs> yeah so it's just all these things like you know so i mean okay yeah and we're also starting a hashtag so we can actually hear your opinions we want to hear more of your opinions on twitter and instagram so please let us know what do you guys as our listeners like what do you think are the ways that we can move forward with stopping this problem the problem of like um sex for grades tweet at us post on your instagram with hashtag africa pod so that's A F R I C A P O D. Um on did I spell that right? Yeah, I was thinking about that. Yeah, you did. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, right? no, Africa you, you, lips, so. you, you just spell Africa pod. Okay. No, you did didn't I you did, say I did, no. I did I did on the L Y P S. I was like I totally did not hear the L and the P and I completed it for you for me. My mind Okay, yeah, tweet at us hashtag Africa Lipso Pod, which is A F R I C A L Y PSO. PSO. I could have sworn that I heard you say that. Do you know I can? I I just realized that I can't really visualize and spell like spelling bees would not be my shit. Like I, Mm. I have to write it down because like even the way you structure that you're like A F R I C A. Like that's already like weird because you can't really see like just spell it all out. Yeah, Yeah, it's like A F R I C A L Y P S O. Yeah, I feel like spelling generally like without writing is actually different. Usually when people ask me to spell, I say Africa. 
Do you get you? You not know <laughs> yeah, that yeah. one? Africa. Then Calypso. Then Calypso. Yeah, just okay. like brick Africa Calypso pod, and just tweet at us on um, a hashtag. We want to hear what. I, and it's really important, guys. Like because I think we need to have more ideas so we can see what works, and then I, because there's people that actually see ideas and put it to action. There really are those people. There's some people that are only useful ge- for generating ideas me i'm sorry you mama yeah <laughs> but like it's maybe you're going to tweet out this hashtag and someone is going to see it and be like no really and then put it into action so we we need everyone really and this uh, this um uh, this season we're also going to be doing things where we're going to be prompting you guys and then there's going to be prizes because i know that you guys like prizes i like prizes i like free money things stops too. nonsense essentially exactly so like you know just say money stops keep tweeting nonsense? with that yeah, yeah. <laughs> so keep tuning with that hashtag and one of these days you might win something anyways guys um lesson for the week are we gonna do that yeah we can actually we should do that lesson from the week i can start yes please <laughs> okay but i have to think because me too this is this uh-huh. is last minute um know thyself mm. um is really important and i think rather than just know thyself it's kind of like you actually never stop knowing thyself. Like, because thyself is not one thing constantly. Like, yeah. it changes depending on things. And this week, there was something that happened maybe two months ago that I was like, I'm totally over that. Like, you know. And this week, something triggered that that emotion. That same thing. And I had been feeling it through. And I was like, fuck, I thought I was over this. Like, mm-hmm. it's been a while. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I didn't realize and it was in the background. So knowing yourself enough to be like, okay, this is why I'm feeling this right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And then I'll get through it, whatever. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, it's interesting because the way you started, I was going to be like, don't don't you mean don't compromise on thyself? Oh no 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 no. Okay yeah, yeah that makes actually, sense. Actually, like, yeah yeah as yourself. as you conclude as you conclude I was like yeah okay, that makes I sense. How yeah. about you? Um, oh I can go. Yeah. Uh, mine is health is wealth, and I mean I guess that kind of just goes back to <laughs> get your flu shot. What I expect? Like I mean yeah get your flu shot, but like not even just that. Like you know when you can actually go to the gym. Like actually take. you go to the gym. Oh I was meant to start like I literally was starting this week and then I got let's sick go. And I couldn't go Thursday. Yeah, we can do Thursday still. Remember but, that time that we said we're going Thursday and we, and we <laughs> Yeah. Bless. But, um, yeah, like actually Sorry. take care of your health because, um, I mean, we're all getting older, right? And I know, like, you know, as it gets older, like, it, it, your, your immune system is not really the strongest and Ooh. all that fun stuff. So take care of yourself, man. Like, take the meds you need to take. Go to the gym when you can. Eat better. Do better. Enjoy your life. Health. Yeah, she is. <laughs> Again, we enjoy your life honestly but you have to take it with it's so true. you can you live a long it. life to exactly. enjoy it like enjoy what's it. the point of stressing yourself honestly oh my god one more thing <laughs> yeah. take that sick day take that sick day you haven't taken a sick day child the take that sick almost day over. because like literally like you make all this money okay and then you're now sick you cannot you cannot it's not, not even enjoy just it. like like physical health mental, mental health. health i feel like i could have benefited from that this week because Bro. there were days coming to work that i was just like i can't you just, mm. but then you go to work day, and man. then you still have to be smiling <laughs> yeah, yeah. just smile talk to like customers uh, take that sick day sis yeah take that sick day okay um, my lesson for the week is strategize, prioritize, and organize. Okay, okay, okay. Why you want that? Strategize. <laughs> Say it again. Prioritize. Strategize. Strategize. Yeah. Prioritize. Yeah. Then organize. Oh! <laughs> pew, pew, pew. <laughs> you guys, I also just came up with that like right now. Yeah, so. yeah, because you're a poet. Strategize. D okay. I was like, is I was repeating it so I could remember. Okay. Strategize, prioritize, and organize. How do you that? I need that still. I actually need that in my life. Okay, why do you say expand shape? Um, I I don't know. Like I feel like this week passed me by without me really being able to accomplish like a lot of things I wanted to accomplish. I don't know why it tried to just slap me. I was on my way to Bible study. Okay. But okay. <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like I didn't accomplish a lot of things I was, I wanted to get done this week and just like, yeah. So I feel like if I just did that better, like, or did it even like at all, like in the, maybe I wake up in the morning and first thing I do is think about the stuff I have to do that day, what I need to accomplish by the end of the day before mm-hmm. the beginning of the week, I'd organize my week in such a way mm-hmm. that I, 
I also it's like it's like you know like this is this is my time for work and time for play and don't mix it too much so that like i actually know that okay this is my t- relaxation time and this is my work time and stuff like that so i can actually get stuff done and feel accomplished for what i have gotten done for that mm-hmm. weekday da, da, da. so that's my I, I have like two lessons can i say second one say it say it, okay say it, okay say it. um drinking is fun but know your limits <laughs> <laughs> also know what kind of drunk person you are yeah i think i don't know what kind of drunk person i am oh really i've never gone drunk before i just oh. i just got told today yeah yeah i was like okay don't worry i know the difference what kind of drunk person is she hadiza is an emotional drunk oh yeah yeah i don't know if that's nice for the other people it's not nice for other people yeah it's not nice it's not like does she like cry i cry yeah Yeah. oh i can't see it i'll be happy i can't see it really yeah i I wouldn't have expected like like, i would have thought you were happy drunk yeah no i mean i am both Okay. So what it is is it like can, it, it tips like it tips. So it depends on how much I drink. So I get <laughs> happy, happy. Then you're like, and oh, then drunk. I just like I, I hate everybody. I need to go. <laughs> when did she? When did you guys get drunk? Oh, not me. It was me. Oh, it was Thanksgiving. Oh, Thanksgiving. Oh, oh, yeah. Thanksgiving then? No, we're not doing Thanksgiving. Why? I want to eat. We're gonna just chill at home. Oh, like because I, we have work. I don't know. You're you're not working. Oh, Monday. sorry. Yeah, I took Monday off. <laughs> yeah, I didn't take Monday off. You see, I should have taken Monday. Enjoy your life, right? But like, yeah, Enjoy I'm still life. trying to get that promotion. So let's do that thing. Let's do that thing. Okay. That thing. That thing. That, that thing. You guys put my my girls. My. You know you better watch out. Some guys. Some guys are only about. That thing, that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing, that thing. Oh, yeah, now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Girl, you better watch out. You better watch out. <laughs> you know, you know. <laughs> you about, about. That's right. <laughs> All right, guys, it's been your host, Matilda. Dizzy D on the track. Hey, mama. Are you <laughs> <laughs> and you've been listening to the African Lipso podcast.